just like you, Jesus. I wanna pray like you, wanna love like you, I wanna look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations. He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanu Kokraba. Now on today's message. and lift up your hands to the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O my soul, worship His holy name. Sing like never before, oh my soul, I worship your holy name. Just give the Lord a wave. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul. to do something tonight but there's something that he wants us to do I want us to speak in tongues just for some few minutes so everywhere you are lift up your voice begin to speak in tongues 
if you're watching us by Facebook, wherever you are, connect and then let's speak in tongues. That is how you're connecting to what God has for you this evening. In the name of Jesus, Zehedi Kombres Kombrata Lili Kabrista Paradabashokshaparomotosikan Delemosobriyan Delemekabrama On the stage, I want to hear you speak in tongues. Kaliza Bratoske Debramosheke Delemekaba Paradoski Atonde Paradoski Atonde Idelemo Santoria Dalabashaka Father, we thank you once again and I pray, Holy Spirit, that you do your work once again. Let Jesus be lifted up. Lord, we thank you that by the Holy Spirit you are bringing us into all truth. Let your people receive this engrafted word of God that will save their souls. In Jesus' mighty name. And somebody say, Amen. Give a clap to Jesus. And please take your seat. God bless you. Tonight, God is going to bless everybody. Can I have an Amen. Yesterday, I started talking about one of the sure words of prophecy. Which is, Jesus said, I will build my church. Somebody say, build your church, Lord. You know, and yesterday in Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8, the prophet makes us understand that God said, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. And I took my time to explain to us that we all have thoughts. Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. Neither are our ways His ways. Have an amen. And Bible says in the next verse, verse 9, it says that for us the heavens are higher than the earth. And I took my time to explain to you how the heavens are higher than the earth. Bible says that so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. The next verse, Bible says in verse 10, For as the rain cometh down and the snow from heaven and returneth not thither, or it does not return there, but watereth the earth and maketh it bring forth and bad, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Verse 11. 
so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. And here he's talking about so shall my word of prophecy that goeth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Clap for Jesus. Clap for God. Hallelujah. And so, tonight, God wants us to look at some other destinies that are connected to this sure word of prophecy. Yesterday, by the grace of God, we learned that God wants us to take his church seriously. So anytime we come to church, God the Father is at work. Jesus, the Son of God, is at work. I took my time to explain that. And the Holy Spirit is at work. Can I have an amen? amen. And we also, we also got to know that the angels are also at work. And tonight the angels are here. I said tonight the angels are here. I said tonight the angels are here. How many are ready to receive an anointing? May you be anointed tonight. In the name of Jesus. There is always an angel in every church. The man of God that is preaching can be changed. But the angel is not changed. Like you all know, by the grace of God, we have had sisters who were in charge of this church for some seasons. I just came not too long ago. But as I came, I don't even know when I will also be moved. But there has been an angel that has always been watching over God's church. And that angel, one of the things that he does is that he makes sure that anytime God's people gather, he stirs up the water, the water, the water, the water of the presence of God so that God's people can step in and receive their blessing. Tonight, may you receive your blessing. And that is why I took my time to explain to you from John chapter 5 how Jesus wanted us to see the work of the angel in the church. This angel was bestirring the water. And I took my time to explain the five porches, which represent the different activities of the service. And anytime we enter into the service through that different activities, something happens. I took my time also to explain to us that all of us are sick. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, uh huh. Even from yesterday to today, some of you have gone to bring some sickness. Either you have a problem with your walking, so you are slow in the spirit, you are slow in life. That is why we are learning something from determinants. We learned about speed. Some of you, you cannot move fast in anything. But as you have come to church and you are receiving the touch of God and you are receiving revelation from God, speed is coming unto you. You shall build your house with speed. You shall do the work of God with speed. That is why Jesus said, My meat is to do the will of him that has sent me whilst it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. And Jesus was working with speed. He did not have the problem that most of us have. And so, for some of us, it's not to do with speed. It has to do with hearing. You cannot hear the voice of God. 
Some of us it has to do with blindness. You cannot see what God is showing you. Whatever the problem, anytime you come into the presence of God, God through his angel has a package for you. Tonight, I don't know what you have come here with, but I know that my God is ready to heal. He's ready to touch. He's ready to bless. If you believe it, give the Lord a shout of victory. Hallelujah. And so, I don't like my voice. I don't like my sound. It's too something. And so tonight, I'm preaching for quite a short time. But I'm trying to be able to finish before, like I said. And we'll finish. How many want God to bless you with an iPad? The way out to your The way you are sitting down, I think you just want a young phone. Anybody who wants an iPad, may the Lord by his angel surprise you with an iPad. In the name of Jesus. Please take your seat. The reason why God is giving you an iPad is not for you to watch Nigerian movies. But so that you can look in your Bible and then check the different versions. So that you can be able to study. To show yourself approved unto God. So if you see that your iPad is not coming, check what your intentions are. Because God will always look at your intentions to bring the blessing to you. So today I want to continue to talk about this sure word of prophecy that Jesus gave that I will build my church. Because you see, as we keep going and coming, what matters to God is his church. Everybody here, whatever you need, if only you need it from God, unless you need it from Mami Water. But if you need it from God, God will use, will bring that blessing to you through his church. Those who are working on the sound, you have to improve faster. That's why I'm still taxing. It's not still good. It affects the flow. Yeah. One of these days, I, it's getting better. One of these days, one of these days, since, was it yesterday or three days ago that Ghana said, um, now you can, you can, the aeroplanes can begin to fly. One of these days, I see some of you going to Dubai. <laughs> ah, who am I talking to? Who am I talking to? Who? Say, Yamiya! Hey! One of these days you will go to Israel. One of these days when the prophet is going to South Africa, you will follow him. I say, who am I talking to?
One day I was sitting in church many years ago and the prophet was prophesying and I received it. As I was prophesying, I see you traveling. I received it. I didn't know I could travel because I came from a poor background. It doesn't matter what your background is. Now let me come back to what I was saying. And so any blessing that we need, God will fix it through his church. Because the church is actually Christ's embassy. There's a church that is known as Christ Embassy. I think they have one of the nine names. Apart from Lighthouse, which is where the, is it, the church is the light. So, if you take Lighthouse, I am not being biased here. The next maybe possible way of calling the Lighthouse is Christ Embassy. Because anytime you have to deal with where you are going or where you are coming from, you have to go to the Embassy. And so, when God has a blessing for his people, he passes it through Christ's embassy, which is his church. And so, if you need a visa, if you need healing, if you need whatever, you need to come into the Christ embassy, which is the stirring, where the stirring of the water is taking place. And you know, Obia Omar, Somebody who doesn't go to church Most of the time That person seems to be struggling That is why Bible says Do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together As the manner of some is That is why Satan targets to spoil the church That is why Satan targets to spoil the assembling of the believers of God And so I am talking about the church because God wants you and I to see the church as the only thing that we have. It is the reason why if you look at a church like ours, it is spoiling again. (laughs) That is why a church like ours, this our church, UD, Lighthouse, we believe in having churches Everywhere. The reason is because God wants to bless his people and he can only bless his people through the church. That is why, that is why Jesus did not say, I will build my hospital. He didn't say, I will build my supermarket. He didn't say, I will build my bank. He didn't say, I will build my university. What he said was, I will build my church. I'll build my church. I'll build my church. So yesterday, we got to the point where angels were also involved. Today I want to talk about me and you must also be involved. What do you think about that? And that is very important because now we are talking about us. That is why God has a lot of scriptures to show us his mind concerning his church. A scripture like Job chapter 8 verse 7. Why is it there? Job chapter 8 verse 7. He says that though thy beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. Because he has a mind that his church will start small 
and the church is you and I, the church will start small, but though it starts small under a tree, sometimes in a classroom, he said, yet because God is involved, Jesus is involved, the Holy Ghost is involved, angels are involved, you and I are involved, the church should greatly increase. And I prophesy that this our church is going to greatly increase. Your amen will determine what comes to you. Why would a scripture like Isaiah chapter 60 verse 22 be? In Isaiah chapter 60, look at that. He said that a little one, a little one shall become a thousand. Today I am going to release an anointing over you. But I want you to understand what I'm saying first. Why would he say a little one shall become a thousand? 1999 was when the prophet sent me. I just finished university a year after. By the grace of God, I had finished university in 1998 and 1999. The prophet sent me as a young man to Uganda. In the eastern of Africa. To go and do what? To go as a little one. To start a church. I didn't know anybody. The only person I had known for a short while. Was these people who were going to receive me as the guest. That's my host. I had known for just a short while. And I got to this wonderful country. And I didn't know anybody Every morning when I wake up after prayer, I have to step out to post office or market and get to know people, relate with people. Because I've been sent as a little one to go and start a church. By this prophecy, a little one shall become a thousand. Today, by the grace of God, you see people that are gathered in Uganda. You see people are gathered in Africa. The whole of the Africa missions was actually started by these little ones. When you go to Mozambique, you see one of our bishops who was also sent as a little one. He had just finished university and he was sent there. And he went, I remember I visited Mozambique one time. And he had started a church in a very small tent. Just with few people, about just 20 something. Today when you go to Mozambique, we have almost seven cathedrals that are being built in the whole of Mozambique. Those who are clapping, you are spiritual. Very, very spiritual. A church that started at the canteen in, in Kolebu with our father and just a few people today has become a church that is thousands of people in 92 nations. Is it not the doing of the Lord? Give the Lord your loudest shout. Hallelujah! If you are here because of miracles, you you miss it. Because some of you are saying, Talikahuna ya serious. serious. But some of them 
Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Everybody that is listening to me, God is depending on you to help in the building of the church. You may be a little one, but through you, many souls will be saved. That is why I am encouraging you today that you and I, one of our things we have to do in helping the church is to be involved in building the church. I'm going to show you five areas God expects you to be involved in building the church. Do you want to know? I can't hear you. Do you want to know? And he said that a small one that started in Kolebu canteen shall become a strong nation. Today when we put the whole of UD together, we are like a nation. Hey! And he said that I the Lord will hasten it in his time. Number one, Mark chapter 11 verse 17. What you and I need to do. Sister, where is your Bible? Where is your notebook? Remove it. Remove it. Look at it. He said that, and he taught. This is Jesus. So number one, it's Mark eleven seventeen, Saying unto them, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer? Charlie, today, something is coming, so re- receive it all. I am building up and then by the time we are finishing, you, you now you see that something has come on you. So receive it. He said that, and he taught, saying unto them, Is it not written, my house shall be called of all nations, of all nations, the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. So the first thing is that Jesus expects us who are part of his church to be people who are always praying for the church. Whichever nation you find yourself in. A church that does not pray, I am not saying it, it's in the Bible. It's it's called a den of thieves. A church that is not praying is called the den of thieves. Everybody must have your mask on. Please. Remove and put your mask on. Very important. Put your mask on. Yes, you are not talking, so put your mask on. Beautiful. Hey, you can't deny this. That means that if you funko and you go ashore. So if this church we don't pray. We are a den of thieves. And so, the first thing that God expects of you and I, apart from what God the Father is doing, God the Son is doing, God the Holy Spirit is doing, the angels are doing, we the humans who are born again must do, is to pray. That is why we have, we have a lot of prayers that are ongoing and are even about to. Yesterday, as I was praying for these, these gentlemen that were standing here, there are people who pray. You have no idea. They pray for hours. They pray for hours. I pray with them hours.
There's another team that pray for hours. Apart from our prayers that we get involved on Tuesday with the prophet, on Friday with the prophet, on Thursday with our chairman, AA, and then on Wednesday, dawn with our, our council bishop. The prayers must be more. If you don't pray, you are not helping the church. Some of you, you don't pray, but from today I see you praying. If you pray, say Amen. Number two, the second thing that Jesus expects you and I to do to help in the building of the church is to win souls. These modern day Christians, we don't know how to win souls. I'm talking about winning souls. I'm not talking about inviting people to church. You explain to the person why the person needs to be born again. Tell the person unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Tell the person that there is heaven and hell. Which way does the person want to go? Tell the person that there is the reality of the lake of fire. We need to tell people about Jesus. What has Jesus done for you? It is said yes, we will continue to say this. Till the day that God calls us home, we need to tell people about Jesus. That is why we have a lot of activities in the church. And we're going to have more. This Kenke party that we're about to do, it is not just to come and eat Kenke. We are inviting all the young people that we know. Young people in the church, can I hear your amen? And we are going to have fun and at the same time use it as an opportunity to reach out to the lost. That is why Jesus will gather and 5,000 men will be there. Because he fed them and then preached. That's why another season Jesus will gather and 4,000 men will be there. And then he will preach after they have eaten. It's okay to sometimes do KK party and then preach the gospel. Clap your hands for Jesus. And number three, number three, you and I, what we need to do in helping to build the church is to help to disciple the new converts and the old converts. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, look at what the Bible says. Look, the Lord showed me that he wants to increase this church to 3,120. Those who are clapping, your, your cars are on the way coming to church. If you believe it, keep clapping to the Lord. That is what he will do. Look at that. It says that, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Doreen and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Look at the next verse. It says that, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. So after you have preached to them and given their life to Christ, you must teach them to observe all things that God through His Son Jesus has commanded in the church. He said, Lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the Now let's look at Mark chapter 16, verse 15. The Mark version of this same verse. 
Bible says in Mark chapter 16 verse 15, he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Preach, you preach. Not only pastor must preach. You must learn how to preach. Preach the gospel in Senyambreku. Preach the gospel in Gomwanyanyano. Preach the gospel wherever you find yourself. If you go to school abroad, preach the gospel wherever you are. Preach the gospel to every creature. Verse 16. Bible says that he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And the last verse, verse 17. And these signs shall follow them that believe. And that is when you begin to see a lot of signs following you. Listen, when people give their life to Christ, it is our responsibility to make sure that we help them to grow. All the dancing stars, all the singing stars, all the prayer ministries in the church, the different basantes we have in the church, every one of you must make sure that you are growing spiritually. If you join this church, you have to go through the schools. We have New Believer School. If you are not going to New Believer School, you must go to New Believer School. We have Fruitful Believer School. You must go through Fruitful Believer School. If you are in a church and you have not gone through any of these things, that is a problem. Because what it means is that it's almost like you are in school but you are not learning. And Jesus expects us to make sure that everybody goes through that. When Jesus asks Peter, Peter, do you love me? In John chapter 21 from verse 15 Peter was thinking casually Peter said I say so when they had dined Jesus said to Simon Peter Simon son of Jonas lovest thou me more than these he said unto him yea Lord thou knowest that I love thee he said unto him feed my lambs Take note. He said, feed my lambs. A lamb is a baby sheep. So that means that God was saying through his son Jesus to Peter, Peter, feed those who are just gotten born again. Feed the, those who have just become Christians. Feed my lambs. It is our responsibility as a church, if we want to help to build a church, to make sure that we take the converts seriously. Am I talking to somebody? Not only to teach them about salvation, but we also have to teach them about how to behave in the church. Let the older men teach the younger men. Let the older women teach the younger women. Like Titus and Timothy said, and he continued, verse 16. And he went on, Jesus said again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, verse 16, he saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, feed my sheep. Now he didn't say feed my lambs, but he said feed my sheep. So now he's talking about those who have been around for a while. Now he went on the next verse, verse 17, and he said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved. My question is, why did Peter get grieved? Because Afinanea thought, she said, Yesu was demanding something from him. 
Peter was grieved. Because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. And Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. I can imagine Jesus was this third time saying with strength, Feed my sheep. For the fact that you are even asking me that, Why am I asking you? I'm telling you, Feed my sheep. And so the third thing that we have to do in, to help the church to work is we must be able to feed God's people. What I'm doing now is not just coming to do some miracles, but I've come to feed God's people. I am feeding you with the truth. There's coming a time you must also feed. Those who are clapping, may the anointing come upon you. Number four. So what's the first one? We have to pray. Isn't it so? And what's the second one? We must win souls. How many will win souls? When you're winning souls, the soul that you win becomes your child. If you lead somebody to Christ, sorry. It is now your child. When we get to heaven, God will reward all of us by the people that we have impacted. Number three is what? Disciple. Disciple. The people that God gives you. That is why everybody must have somebody that is looking up to you. Everybody. Everybody that is listening to me. There must be somebody. You see, um, uh, get up, Harrison. Harrison... Is, is Harrison your leader? The dancing stars. Harrison is their leader. He's in the university. Are you already in level 400 or you're going to level 400? Now I'm going to level 400. He gathers all these young people, encourage them, teach them. Look, you can use your life to do this in the house. What they do in church is not just making fun but they are also bringing refreshing in the church. They are exciting joy in the church. If he, the reason why for a while the dancing stars were becoming some way because Harrison wasn't around. Their shepherd, I'm telling you the truth, their shepherd was not around. Some of you, until you wake up and then do what you have to do, there are some people who are cut off. And so, I had to get this guy, Harrison, so I did everything possible to get Harrison. What my bro? God bless you. Who knew how to change the business? So then I will. Then I will. Odo to Odo to Abe Shishia Konyana Sukeke. You are just sitting. Every day you come, you come and sit on the chair, warm the chair, and then get out and go. No! I said no! Everybody has to do something. And that takes us to number four. You must fight for the church. I am getting nicer and happier with this one. I said you must do what? Fight for the church. That's because of church, you must like in Toka. Help you, Rita. Amen. It's a pentoka. Catch on your teachers, my pentoka. 
<laughs> Look, do we have some of the loyalty series? Bring them. I said Mpentoka. Am I talking to God's people? Listen to me. Loyalty series. Upstairs. Upstairs. Yeah. Look. The church as it is here. Satan knowing that. Listen to me. Satan knowing that that is what God would want to do through the church. He will bless his people. Satan said, I will do everything to spoil the church. Sometimes we don't see Satan coming like a flying bird. If we were to see him, I'm sure we'll sort him out. Sometimes we wish Satan would come like a black bean and then come, boom, and then stand like that. But if he was to come like that, I'm sure some of you would just finish him. So what Satan does sometimes is that Satan sometimes uses human beings like us to spoil the church. Some of the human beings like us are even sitting by you now. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I hope it is not you. (laughs) That is why our father has written this collection of loyalty series. Some of you, when you see the book, hey, this book, what is it about? You have not read. You have not read because you don't know what you are supposed to do to help the church. Everybody who is here, listen to me. There is something that God is expecting of you. And that thing is expected of you is to help. It's for you to help to build the church. You need these informations in this book to know how to fight those people that Satan uses to spoil the church. So, you look at loyalty and disloyalty. Why is it? That is the first. It will teach you how to locate some of the people who are in the church. Who are disloyal. Don't say disloyal. Hey, look, can you imagine somebody who come to the church and everything the pastor says they should do, he won't do. Anybody who is in the church and whatever the pastor tells us to do, you don't do. What it is is that you are an enemy. Luke chapter 11 verse 23 I said you are what? I didn't hear you. You are what? Oh, you are born some. Oh, you are townful. Look, you may not have a big ear with a black earring but the fact that you fight you oppose what we are all doing it is Satan at work. You are disloyal. He said that he that is not with me is against me. So if you are not with Jesus, if you are not with what we are doing, you are actually, don't say the media, I'm neither here or not here. No, you are somewhere. You are not with me, you are against me. Another version. Anyone who is not with me is against me. And anyone who does not gather with me scatters. Another version. Uh, uh, I'm looking at the version, the version, some version. 
who who has NLT NLT here? Is it the way the way you are looking at me? That's why you need an iPad. Because of what I am seeing that you are struggling to even get to NLT. May your iPad come early. Look, he said that he that is not with me is against me. And he that gathereth not with me scattereth. So what it is is that this book will address and show you people who usually show signs of not being with you. When you know it, you have to use, and then daddy will take his time to explain to you how to be able to deal with such. You have to use that information to fight for the church. So he breaks them down and he says, that, look at this. Those who are ignorant, they are potential disloyal or people who will scatter, people who will fight against the church. Such people, we must watch them. Am I talking to God's people? Those who, when we come to church, they don't get involved. The next time we hear, they are leaving. You don't just get up and leave. You have been showing some signs. Even as I am talking, maybe in your mind you want to leave. You are a disloyal person. You are somebody who is fighting the church. Because what you don't know is that somebody is watching you and is being encouraged by you. But as you have a desire to leave, that person is learning something bad. Look at your neighbor again and tell your neighbor, this word is helping me. This word is helping me. One day we hear the person has left the church. How painful it is. And sometimes people who used to sing, people who used to bring people to church, just by something small that has happened in the church, either offense, then they just leave the church. That means these people, they are not really helping the church. We need each other. I say we need each other. Can you push somebody, though you have some one meter distance, push somebody and tell the person, I need you, you need me. Don't you need each other? I need you, you need me. We all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me. We all a part of God's body. It is His will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Come on. Come for Jesus. I need you. I need you. I need you. You need me. Come on. We are a part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me. We are a part of God's body. It is His will that every need will be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Now listen. He says, I'll pray for you. You pray for me. 
I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. Sing it again. Oh, I'll pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. It is His will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Hallelujah. God bless you. Sit down. And then you have things like those who pretend. This book helps you to expose and to fight all the enemies of the church. Anybody who is in the church who pretends is an enemy of the church. That's why me as a pastor, I like people who open up to me. You're frank. When you open up, you you become my clique. If you behave like, oh, you are Holy Ghostic, you are angelistic, you are holistic. Whereas in the reality, you are sinistic. You are fornicationistic. You are heuristic. You are atmachestic. Hey! Bomo, bomo. Bomo. Don't pretend. Be real. Walk in the light. When you somebody who is real, we begin to, you see the word of God is directing you, your pastor is directing you, life is getting better, you become a better person in the church. Don't pretend. It is that pretend that gets you to the point where now you pretend you are part of the church, but you are not. Because you have been a pastor and you have grown in it. First degree, second degree, and you are doing MPhil. We we cast out every aquatic behavior in the church. Those who forget. You easily forget even your mother who gave birth to you. You forget your father who gave birth to you. That means you can easily forget the one who led you to Christ. You can forget how when you joined the church, it was Reverend Amar who took you through the baptism. You forget how the church has been a blessing to you. You forget to even to mention that it was Bishop Christ who preached that message, that brought that revelation. You forget, if you forget, you are somebody who can easily be an enemy to the church. So when you read these books, what you are doing is that you are learning on how to fight the enemies of the church who come as just like us, but they are actually there to spoil the church. And as some of you are sitting here, until you know these things, you wouldn't know that you are an enemy of the church. But most of us are. Those who are proud. When you come to church, you don't want to do anything. 
my, my personal observation, I've come to see that a lot of the people who are proud are usually people who don't have anything. That's my own research. That's my own observation. Poor and proud. Pride without any basis. Idiopathic pride. In other words, if you are not humble, you are somebody who can be used by the devil to fight the church. The church is supposed to be made of people who are being worked on and because they are humble, God is able to get them where they have to get to. May you be humble in the name of Jesus. Are you understanding what I'm showing you? And that is how we build the church. Me, when I came to this church, I thought I was humble. Hey, as I keep growing in the Lord, I realize how proud I was. And sometimes, you see, the only way we can sort out that pride in you and truly you get changed is we come at you sometimes with some strength. I remember one time there was a meeting that my father called for. Then I was on campus. And in the meeting, I was not the chief elder. I was the assistant to the assistant to the chief elder. And the first question was asked. When the first question was asked, I immediately got up and I was going to answer. And daddy said, shut up! My heart moved from, I don't know whether my heart moved from left to right or kept it down. I think it did something like some. Because I knew that this is my home. This is my church. When daddy screamed at me, I didn't say I'm leaving the church. I didn't say, why are you talking to me like that? I just had to go inside and ask myself, what is it that I have to learn? And I learned my lesson. Because not knowing that I was proud. Do you know why? Because usually the chief elder who was a lady would give me the opportunity to be preaching. And so I thought like, oh, because I usually preach, if there's anything, I must answer. But I was being corrected. When you come to church and then your shepherd or your pastor or even me, I give it to you. It doesn't mean I hate you. I'm just trying to sort out something that is wrong in your life. Father, those who are clapping, give them more money. Do you know, some of us, we do, we do not have parents who can sort us out. So God brings us to church, and then in the church, as the angel is staring, it gets to maybe the fourth porch. And through the message, the, the man of God is sorting things out. And as you receive it, sometimes as it works on you and you're becoming better, then God is making you a type of person that he can use and bless. May the Lord work on all of us. Today, I have not arrived, but I'm a better person. I am a better person. I moved from being an elder to becoming a pastor to becoming a reverend minister and today I'm an overseer overseeing a lot of churches as a bishop but it takes you to allow yourself to be that's why I've been in this for 27 years I've not left how come that you you just got offended and then you, you left the church you are proud 
How come that when you come to church and we are sorting you small, then you get offended and you leave the church? Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, don't leave the church. Tell your neighbor the church is for you. And then dangerous, dangerous sons. Those who are dangerous sons. Maybe dangerous sons and daughters. Like daddy will explain to us how Absalom was one of those who could be described as a dangerous son. A son is somebody that you have birthed into some, in something. And then you have been helped. You have been brought forth. And then you challenge your father. You insult your father. You tell your father that I will disgrace you. You are a dangerous son. A dangerous son is like him who will just go to his father's room and then go and see something and put it on WhatsApp and then spread the news. That's a dangerous son. And sometimes we have those abilities in us as we are in the church. And what you don't know is that as we are here, God is building his church. There will still be problems. But it is not for you as a son or daughter to take the things that are problems in the church out. If you do that, what you are doing is you are spoiling the church. What you are doing is that you are spoiling the church. You are spoiling the church. It's only them who are making the noise because they have been affected by those statements. The dancing starts are fornicating and so what? If they are fornicating, it's the church that must sort it out. Don't go and stand somewhere and then say, say things. We are not saying that you should also fornicate. Are you understanding that? We are, we are not saying you should fornicate. And you cannot fornicate in the name of Jesus. Hey! Now let me go to the number five. Now listen. Are you listening to me? In Haggai chapter two, verse eight and nine. Haggai. We are we are about to close. Today I'll pray for some few people. Haggai. And you now Kansu suhi Atida Kenya Kupon Amwode Anitumi Enjima Kanitinda Sing hallelujah, hallelujah, 
That's why Bible says, labor not to be rich. Mm-hmm. Let's go Labor not to be rich. Labor not to be rich. Some of you are shocked to see some of the people. Yeah. I've been going to their houses. Telling them that they, are, they should come home. You are welcome, Prince. Beautiful. The silver is mine. And the gold is mine. Hey, the silver is mine, the gold is mine. You please God. He will give you some of the silver. Hey, tonight may you take some silver home. Those who are saying amen louder, may you have more money. Those who can handle money, may you have more. Those who give your tithe, may you have more. You know, this whole thing, God looks at the heart. When God looks at my heart and he can see that Chris, if Chris gets 100,000, he will give me this much. He will give me more. Some of you, when God looks at your heart, he can see that when he gets the money, you will not remember him. Because even your 100 Ghana, you didn't pay tithe. And the 100 Ghana, you used 80 Ghana to buy a new dress. And you brought one CD as an offering to church. And God said, Hey! If 100 Ghana will let you do like this, can I trust you with 100,000? But tonight, I declare that your heart is changing. May you be somebody who can handle God's silver. If you believe me, say, Amen. Sit down and let me finish. Verse 9, look at what he's saying. This is where I'm getting to. Verse 9, he says that the glory of this latter house. Now we are moving into that atmosphere we must end in. That atmosphere. The miracle atmosphere. 
So be ready. The glory of this latter house shall be greater. And he's talking about the church. The glory of the church, the last day church, shall be greater than the former. So it is important for us to know how the glory of the former was. For us to know what should be greater. Oh. And he said that, say the Lord of hosts, and in this place I will give peace, say the Lord of hosts. So the fifth thing that we have to do in helping to build the church is to use our financial resources, our money. The mind that God has is He wants you to walk in prosperity. Why? He said that by prosperity, the cities are spread abroad. His churches are spread abroad by prosperity. If you are not prosperous, God knows that we, we can't do much. So he wants to prosper us, but it is our heart. So the fifth thing is that God is expecting you and me to use our money that he gives us to support us. That's why everybody who comes to relationship with God through Christ Jesus, you must now start paying your tithe. If you don't pay tithe in this church, you are spoiling the church. Some of you, you pay what you call tithe, but it's not tithe. It is something else. If God gives you 200 Ghana cities, your tithe is one-tenth. And you must be faithful at it. Otherwise, God calls you a robber. I have been seeking the face of God for you. For this church, that God... These are your promises. These are your prophecies. This is a show with the prophecy that you build your church. And in building your church, you need us to be involved. And you want us to use our resources. Lord, if you bless us, we will use the resources to build your church. How many are ready to say that? That if God blesses us, we will use... Look, this church, look at, look up. We don't have a ceiling. We don't have a ceiling. Because of that, our sound is bad. Sound, the ceiling can Some of the machines we are using must be changed because they have been using it for 20, 20, how many years? 12 years. More than 12 years, some of the machines. There must be some people in the church who say, Bishop, I have bought, look, recently somebody bought, what, what is it called? Base speaker and brought it. That's why even our son has improved a little bit. Ah, Mumu Semani Pansumesi. I was there when he said, Please, can I see you? I said, Yes. And then came with his wife and they had brought this something big in a box. I said, What is it? He said, I realized that the sound is not good in church. So I bought a base speaker for the church. And I prayed from the depth of my heart for him. 
you know what? That is how the church must be. You look around and say, no, let me buy this thing for the church. Let me do this thing for... Some of you, instead of complaining and insulting us, why don't you do some of the things? Can 12 people decide that, look, let's contribute and do the ceiling for the church? Just that. King Solomon learned from his father. It's Psalm 132. Look at what his father said. Look at it. And King Solomon learned from his father. He also built a beautiful house for the Lord. I'm talking about the former glory. Or say, Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. Verse 2. How he swore unto the Lord and vowed unto the mighty God of Jacob. Surely, I will not come into the tabernacle of my house, nor go up into my bed. I will not go into my bed, verse 4, until I will not give sleep to mine eyes or slumber to my eyelids, verse 5, until I find out a place for the Lord, an habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Or see, me come fear and koda. Me my dreaming what me me think so. I just say my year will be when me fear. This was David. Why wouldn't God say David was a man after God's own heart? He was always thinking about God's church and the building that must house his church. Some of you, the problem that God has with you is that the angels are working, Jesus is working, Holy Ghost is working, God the Father is working, but you are not working. Your money is not working. You have the best of shoes, you have the best of house, you have the best of car, you have the best of clothes, but you are not supporting the church the way you should. And God is disappointed in us. You spread. You spread. But today we are changing. I said today we are changing. I didn't hear. I said we are changing. As I pray over you, begin to see how God is going to bless you. And when he blesses you, remember his church. King Solomon had built a beautiful church for God. A nice temple. And God was touched. And then the priest came. The singers came. Look at Second Chronicles chapter 5. I'm gradually ending. I'm talking about the former glory. Look at it. That's all the work that Solomon made for the house of the Lord was finished. And Solomon brought in all the things that David his father had dedicated and the silver and the gold and all the instruments somebody say amen, amen. and all the instruments somebody say amen. amen and all the instruments this church we need all the instruments all the instruments all the instruments i can't wait for us to have trumpets in the church saxophone in the church And all the instruments put he among the treasures of the house of God. Verse 2. Look at it. Then Solomon assembled the elders of Israel and all the heads of the tribe, the chief of the fathers of the children of Israel, unto Jerusalem to bring up the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of this city of David, which is Zion. 
Next verse, verse 3. Look at it very fast. Wherefore all the men of Israel assembled themselves unto the king in the feast which was in the seventh month. <sighs> and all the elders of Israel came and the Levites took up the ark. And they brought up the ark and the tabernacle of the congregation and all the holy vessels that were in the tabernacle. These did the priest and the Levites bring up. Next verse. And it says that also King Solomon and all the congregation of Israel that were assembled unto him before the ark sacrificed sheep. Sacrificed sheep. And oxen. Which could not be told nor numbered for multitude. Not just say, for King Solomon. King Solomon. What some of you, when you hear King Solomon, all you know about King Solomon is that he married 700 wives. But let me tell you, he was a good guy. Look at the next verse. And the priest brought in the ark of the covenant of the Lord unto his place. The oracle of the house. Into the... Now let's go to verse 13. Are you ready for a touch? I won't touch you with my hand, but I'll, the Holy Ghost will touch you. It came even to pass as the trumpeters not trumpeter trumpeters please listen to me and singers were as one that's the problem I'm talking about former glory in Sori Piwa most churches the instrumentalists and the singers are not one I better they are not one. Some of you you don't agree with the dancing star. Dancing star. Some of you don't agree with the singing star. Some of you, there's confusion. There, there are even some churches where sometimes people who are controlling machine sabotage people who are singing. Sometimes, you I would lo- I will let your voice fall. You just change it. Say, now as you are singing, you can't sing well. There are times that even somebody just comes to pick the microphone and then the voice just get lost because somebody has fought his voice. Wicked! 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 I hope he's not in this church. Eh? I hope he's not in this church. I hope so. Tomorrow we'll see whether it is so or not so. Tomorrow I will pick out people. May we be one. I say, may we be one. I say, may we be one. Look, there is no way the church can grow if we are not one. Even the choir, about almost 100 members in the choir, it's possible that they are divided. Me, yeah, I am for this person. This is for the two person. The Holy Ghost does not move in such environment. We must be one. Look at your neighbor that we are becoming one. Why? Let me show you why we are not some of you crossed out tonight. You are not one. You came to sit down. You didn't look left to right. Oh, good evening. Good evening. The person sitting by you, I didn't greet. It's almost like you have gone to sit in a trotro. I beg you. I'm teaching you this. Listen to me. So far as I'm the pastor of this church, 
I want this to be our, our attitude. When you come to church, this church we smile. Can I have an amen? amen. I didn't hear your amen. amen. This church, we greet each other. So when you come to sit down, look to the left and say good evening. Look to the right and say good evening. And look to the back if it's possible and say good evening. Those who are not clapping, you are becoming some of the people who are fighting the church. That's what I believe. So first we are in the church. Try and solve it. If you can't do it by yourself, look for someone who can help. And yes, sir, you die and go to hell. I have been in this church for 27 years. A lot of things happen. One day I was just dancing. When we were in Kolegono, we lift, I lifted, you see, after the benches, overflow. So I, I chose, I went to bring some people, so I was at back. In the dancing, I lifted a chair. You know, and then mistakenly hit a woman. What the woman did to me? She insulted me. She put me in, and I knelt down. And I begged her from the depth of my heart. I, look, after saying she had forgiven me, even after every few minutes, I'll beg her again. By the time we finished, she liked me. Because in the, in the, I lifted the chair, mistakenly hit her. I didn't let her go with anger in her against me. But some of you, it's like you say, ah, I think, what is it? What are you doing? What are you doing? Let there be peace. Let there be oneness. Let there be a flow. Let there be a flow. I say, let there be a flow. Do you know why some of you are struggling? In your homes, you have grown up wanting to do your own thing. I, me and my brothers, we don't talk, so why should we talk in church? It's a bad attitude. It's a bad attitude. You'll be shocked when you die. You, you'll be ushered to hell because you didn't relate to people. Jesus said in one of the books that Regina wrote, he said, I don't take sides. I am neither for the enemy or for you. And for all. I've come to take over. How beautiful it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Those who don't like peace, you die and go to hell. I'm telling you. It is only Satan that we must be against. But I tell you, apart from Satan, every human being who comes to church is somebody that God loves. You have no right to be angry with the person and say, Whoa, you're So he said, I'm showing you former glory. I'm showing you former glory. That's why these days when we come to church, the Holy Ghost can move in, in pockets. He's not able to move in the atmosphere. It came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one to make one sound. Not you are making F flat and then somebody is making C. To make one sound. Not like pastor is saying something, you are doing something else. To make, if I say clap, it is clap. If we say shout, it is shout. One sound. Hallelujah! If we say conventions, convention, we say we are praying. If we say flow prayer, it is flow prayer. One sound. One sound. 
to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, I want to add this, with that one sound and oneness and praise the Lord, saying for his good, for his mercy and joy forever, that then the house was filled the house. The house is the house of prayer. The house where God's people are. The house was filled with a cloud. Even the house of the Lord. Tomorrow, that's what I'm expecting. That when we come, because our hearts are ready, it will be like cloud be a boiraha. Not once, not twice, not thrice, not twice. And look at the next verse, verse 14. How many are ready? Oh, see, so that the presence was so strong that so that the priests could not stand to minister. Why? By reason of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Your clapping is good. You are giving it to him. And so, the church is a place where God, it's like God's last chance. So when we gather like this, he's interested. Hey, who told you God is not interested? He's so interested that even he has plans on how you must get home safely. He has plans on what is in your heart. He has plans. He's happy because his people are gathered. We are not gathered because of man. We are gathered because of him. He's happy. He loves it. God wants this church not to be a small church. He has shown me that when he started building the church in Acts chapter 2, chapter 3, he grew the church to 3,120. This church can come to 3,120. He did it. How many are ready to see a lot of souls gathering to just worship the Lord? Rise to your feet. In Proverbs chapter 14, verse 28, Bible says that in the multitude of the people is the king's honor. That means that when you see a lot of people, Jesus is happy. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Oh, Look, the person who is controlling my sound, when when other people are singing and you me, I can feel it. Don't drop me. If you drop me, I'll put my microphone down. I beg you. Don't drop me. That drop them and let them come lower than me. Close your eyes, my brother, my sister. Jesus. I want us to ask for forgiveness just for a minute that Lord forgive me that I don't flow with this person. Forgive me that I have this person in my heart. I don't like him but from today I like him. From today I like her. Forgive me that I've been some way. I've not been helping to build a church but I'm changing. Make that confession now to God. He's listening. Rapemanoski, Kekemotoski, Ablante Brata, Sunderi Mekris, 
Forgive Lord Jesus, forgive us. If you are watching us, lift up your hands wherever you are if you can and then let's ask God to forgive us. He's willing, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, all unrighteousness. My God, my God, my God, my God. Don't give me a beat. I'll show you the song I want. Are you talking to God? Tonight some of you are receiving your healing an angel is dropping a blessing to you Oh Jesus, Jesus. awesome in this place mighty God you are awesome in this place Abba Father you are worthy of our prayer lift up your hands to the Lord to you are the Lord is ready to come forth in His glory. If this were the former glory, we can expect a latter house to have a glory that is new, that is greater. You are awesome in this place, Jesus. You are awesome in this place, our Father. together to all together love you are all together world. you are all together one God for to be sing here I am. 
Yeah, no. 
of the oil. My prayer is that the Holy Ghost will through this oil touch you. I just, just position yourself well because today the anointing is coming upon God's people. I wish we have smaller bottles. Do we have smaller bottles? Are you ready? God is anointing you is blessing you. Blessing you. Blessing you. Blessing you. It's a touch. 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 Oh my God. I pray for this church. Yate, Kate, Kalabatus Lieto, Orenosi, Paleka, Latosa, Karabadienta, and the Cabane, Cayena Mane 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 Holy Spirit, oh Jesus, Holy Spirit, come, Lift up your hands and sing, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. The Holy Spirit is with us, my God. Every hands up, oh Jesus. God, you're going to love God. You're going to love God with your whole heart. You're going to love God with your whole heart. You're going to do more for God. You're going to do more for God. You're going to do more for God. Yes. Stay strong and have your way. 
Lift up your hands to the Lord as the Lord is just doing what he wants to do. I'm just a vessel. Oh, Jesus. And nothing more. Lord, when you're done, please take the glory. I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Sing, take the stage, Lord. Take the stage, Lord. And have your way. I'm just a vessel, Lord. I'm just a vessel. And nothing more. When you're done, Lord. When you're done. Please take the glory. Yes, Lord, I'm satisfied. Just to see you glorified. Just to see you glorified. Just close your eyes and give the Lord a wave. Sing, take the stage, Lord. Take the stage, Lord. This is your church, Jesus. Have your way. We are just wrestlers, Lord. I'm just a wrestler. Nothing more. And nothing more. When you're done. You're done. Please take the glory. Oh, 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 I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Sing when you're done, Lord. And when you're done, oh, oh, oh. please take the glory. I'm satisfied. Just to see you glorified. Precious Holy Spirit, I pray for this church. Forgive us, Lord Jesus. We ask, O God, that this show were the prophecy that you will build your church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. That he even said to Peter, and he was to represent all of us, that he is a rock. That you are looking for rocks upon whom you will build your church. Father, if we have not allowed ourselves to all this time, we pray that we are changing. You can depend on us. Lord, you can depend on us. Lord, we ask that you use us. If you can use anything, use us, Lord. May every member of this church contribute their quota in the building of your church. For some of us, we have to invite people. For some of us, we have to put people in taxis and bring them to church always. For some of us, we need to bus people. For some of us, we have to give our monies in huge amounts. For some of us, we must build church buildings. For some of us, we must use the talents you've given us, Lord. Either in singing and dancing. Lord, in praying, the different kinds of things we can do to help advance the church. Father, we pray. Use us, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, 
Sing it again. The Holy Spirit is moving like a wind in this atmosphere. Oh, what Every hands down, every eye closed. Tonight somebody invited you to church. But you know deep down in your heart that if you die, you go to hell. You know deep down in your heart that Jesus is not the Lord and your personal Savior. I want you to know that Jesus is knocking at the door of your heart. He wants to come into your life and be the Lord of your life. I want you to allow yourself and give your life to Jesus so that Jesus can take over. Maybe you are watching us through Facebook or YouTube. You know that you are not born again. I'm talking to you. This is the time that God is expecting you to allow him. If you are here like that, you are watching us and you are like that, you want to say, Pastor, I want you to pray with me so that I allow Jesus into my life. I'm going to pray with you just a simple prayer. But one thing I want you to do is for you to lift up your hands as a sign of a surrender. So wherever you are in this church hall, wherever you're watching, lift up your hand. You want me to pray with you. Lift it up high. Many hands. Lift it up high. Lift it up high. I see one hand. I see hands. I hear hands. Those who are watching, I want you to just lift up your hand in your room. Maybe you're watching from America. You're watching from somewhere in Africa. You want me to pray with this simple prayer with you? It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Close your eyes. Those who are in this auditorium right now, just make a step and come to me right now. Come. 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 Don't be shy. Come. Clap for them as they come. Come. Your clapping is a sign of your understanding that these are children of God who are becoming lambs. Keep clapping. Encourage them with a clap. God bless you. God bless you. Lift it up your hands. Lift it up your hands. And I want the whole church to join. Say this after me, those who are standing here. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. I confess you as my Lord and Savior. I receive you into my heart. I receive you into my heart. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. From today I am born again. From today I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. I will serve you all the days of my life. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Please help me. Please help me. To live for you. To live for you. 
all the days of my life. Say, Satan, from today, I will no longer serve you. You are no longer my master. I am no longer your servant. Jesus has set me free. And I'm free indeed. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Father, I pray for those who are standing here and those who are watching and have given their life to Christ. I ask, oh God, that the Holy Spirit has come into their lives as a seal would even help them to save your days of their lives. Deliver them from going back, Lord, to their vomit. Help them to save you and to live for you till the day you call them home. Help us as a church to help them to be established in Jesus' mighty name. And somebody said, Amen. You know, God bless you. When we close, just for one minute, a pastor will come, just come here, just for one minute, the pastor will come and talk to you. Just get your name so that we can start praying for you. But now you're going to where you were sitting and then we can finish the service. Clap for them as they go. Please take your seat. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273 240 449 0540 77 49 41 stay blessed